that you get from the man who has everything. Consumer Recreation Services. Well, I do have golf clubs. Call that number. Why? They make your life fun. Fun? You know what that is? You've seen other people have it. It's an entertainment service. An escort service? A profound life experience. Just hanging out, hanging out. I really feel like he is uh, like cold, calculating type of person. Yes. Kind of condescending, very rude to people, but he doesn't have any real meaningful connections to anybody that is in his life. Uh, he needs to spend his time making money, not driving slow. Okay. Yeah. No, Mobby. But it's not like cool graffiti. It's just like his name. Michael Douglas. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, and welcome back to Mixed Movie Reviews. This is a bi-weekly, bi-racial podcast where we as siblings get together to roast, talk about, dismember, and discuss movies that have made us into the awesome adults that we are today. I'm here with my brother, Taylor. Hello. And Isabel. What's up? So if you like what we're doing here, you can find us on whatever platform you get your podcast from. And you can also catch us on Instagram and TikTok at Mixed Movie Reviews. Indeed. Nice. Indeed. So getting together today, it's been two weeks, right? It hasn't been like three or four weeks since yeah, we've been together? it's only been two weeks. Okay, so it's been two weeks and... So, I chose this movie that we are about to dive into, which is a, I would say a little depraved, but also like a fun thriller type ride. Yeah, definitely a thriller. <laughs> it is mm-hmm. It is the 1997 film, The Game. Indeed. I even caught, like, I thought it was like going into like horror territory for a second. Mm-hmm. And then it backed down and it was yeah. just like, oh, it's just a thriller mm-hmm. and a mine. And the mind. That? And the mind. What's that? <laughs> What's the thing? A mind freak. Mind freak. <laughs> like I said, this came out in 1997, and lots of good movies that came out in 1997. There you what go. Other movies came out in 1997. Uh, Warriors of Virtue. I'm dead. And some other movies. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. I think we have talked about. I think this might be the fourth or fifth movie that we've talked about that came out in 97. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Oh, and I'm pretty sure Titanic came out in 97. That was a dope Or 98. Movie. I can't remember. Really? Um, I feel like at some point we should probably talk about that movie. Titanic? Why? Yeah. I mean, I watched it all the time as a kid. Oh. Did you? I mean, I think we did. <laughs> 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 at least when I'd go to sleepovers, like we'd be like, ooh, Titanic. It was like a romantic like movie, but also very sad. <laughs> this fucking weird. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Watched a lot of middle school. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, it's we're like not a, talking it's like about a two and a half hour movie. Kids are just like, Ew. well, we're not talking about that movie today. I know. We are talking about the game, who was directed by David Fincher, that also directed a lot of other movies that we enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Seven, Zodiac, Social Network, Gone Girl, Girls, Dragon Tattoo. Oh, so Zodiac. his style of movies, absolutely love. Yes. Yep. Mm. 
This takes us into the world of investment banking and the main character, Nicholas Van Orten, his life. Mm-hmm. Okay. The synopsis, as on IMDb, after a wealthy San Francisco banker is given an opportunity to participate in a mysterious game, his life is turned upside down as he begins to question if it might really be a concealed conspiracy to destroy him. Uh, His life actually got flipped, turned upside down. Flip turned. Yeah. Kick turned upside down. (laughs) Yeah. But... Mm -hmm. In this movie, we have the main character, Nicholas Van Orden, which is played by Michael Douglas, not mm-hmm. Michael Keaton. Uh, his brother, Conrad, played by Sean Penn. Yep. And then there's like a slew of other character actors, but I really can't point to any one other movie that I can remember them from. <laughs> except for... <laughs> except for was the clerk at the hotel. Yeah. Which is the dad from... Johnny Tsunami. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. I was like, I know him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I and when did Johnny Tsunami come out? Yeah, like 97. Uh, I think it, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it was I think it was 98. Okay. But yeah, he's also from Karate Kid too. Yep. He plays Chosen. Chosen. The main reason that I selected this movie was I thought that it was a good sleeper 90 movie. Mm. 90s movie. So a lot of people really haven't heard about it. I saw this. Like most movies over at Studio 35, I actually went over and saw it like two or three times. And it's a slow burn, but then action ensues and it's a little bit of a thriller. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. M- my only memory of this movie, I don't even remember seeing the trailer. I remember seeing an entire shelf at Clintonville Video just covered in these tapes of this movie and i remember like the poster which is like michael douglas's face with like the puzzle pieces or whatever yeah that's all i remember from this movie (laughs) and the beginning of the movie when i watched this there are very few um openings that'll like take me back to being a child the universal one is one of them tristar pictures is another one with Mm -hmm. pegasus Mm -hmm. running and then jumping But this has the universal, the original universal one where it just kind of like shows the the world and and bright lights. And then the opening scene is just, or the opening credits are just quiet. The puzzle pieces are just kind of like flying at the the camera, but you don't really hear much sound. Mm -hmm. Like I get the puzzle pieces, but I also kind of don't get the puzzle pieces. Yeah, it's not like... In any part of the movie, he puts a puzzle together to like find a secret word or mm-hmm. a clue or anything. Well, no, I think it's just more of a play on it's a game and you are trying to piece together what the game is about. Like, what is the point of the game? Well, the mm-hmm. point of the game is to find out what the point of the game is. Yes. And for everybody, it's going to be a different reason behind the whole game. Yeah. Okay, because it's tailored to that individual. Have you ever played any games like this before? Uh, puzzles? Sure. Can you play a puzzle? I don't think you can I play hate a puzzle. puzzles. It's like my least favorite form of entertainment. Oh, mm. okay. Interesting. They're tedious to me. I wouldn't necessarily say it's entertainment. I would say it's like... It's an activity. Ugh. <laughs> I don't like it. Okay. <laughs> it's like coloring. I always thought coloring would be entertain, like relaxing to me. Yeah. It drives me insane. Really? Yeah, it's not fun for me. Well, I could sit there and do a puzzle for like hours. Music, puzzle, like, yeah, that's fine. So you were like a five-year-old coloring in class and 
you stopped and the teacher came over to you and was like, Isabel, what's wrong? And you're like, this is just driving me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> this is so tedious. This is stressed, like, <laughs> fifth grader. Like, oh, I hate this. <laughs> so, God, you're such an old fifth grader. But after watching this movie, I really enjoyed it again. Mm-hmm. And how did you two feel? After I suggested it, like, did you have any memory of it originally besides the the VHS boxes? No. And from the outset, I was like, oh, God, this movie's going to be boring. <laughs> <laughs> and at first, like, I kind of was bored, but then eventually I got into it. Mm-hmm. Um, by the end, I was like, oh, my God, what's a game? What's not the game? Yeah. Like, what the hell is going on? So, yeah. It was a pretty, like, when you first mentioned it, I was like, I've always wanted to watch this movie. It just never, like, popped up, like, on any of the streaming channels that I belong to. So, Mm -hmm. it just, like, was in the back of my mind. So, when you said it, I was pretty excited for it. Mm -hmm. And I've seen trailers, but I didn't really understand what the film was about. Mm -hmm. Um, So, it was kind of, like... Left in the dark, but not in a bad way. So. It was kind of. It was kind of. It like was a mystery. The, it was like CRS, where you hear people talking about it, but you don't really know. Yes, and then once I got into it, I was like, "What the, f- like, what the fuck is happening?" Mm-hmm. Like multiple times because it made you feel like I know when Nicholas was signing up to be part of this game. Yes, I was like, "Don't sign that shit." Don't don't do any of this. Mm-hmm. And it just it kept putting him in awkward situations and I'm just like I wouldn't want to be in this situation, but yeah, I'm here a, watching it. What a process, Jesus. An insane process. Yeah, and I always wondered if he didn't go to CRS if the game would still take place. I don't think so. Because in the movie, mm-hmm. the waitress who he ends up like palling around with most of the movie is there before he even signs up for CRS. Yeah, he's already like in the game. I yes. don't I don't I'm going to argue I don't think he was in the game at that point. Hmm. Because we never see the waitress's face until the waitress interacts with him. No. So we actually see her face because there's an interaction with Conrad and Nicholas where they get together for lunch. Yes. And she is there. She's their I, waitress. I don't remember ever seeing her face during that entire you don't, scene. You don't see her face, but you know it's her. And then when the camera pans back when they start singing happy birthday to him, she's standing off on the side, and then oh. the other waiters are behind them. I did not catch that. Yeah. I did not catch that. Well, I mean, me having seen this movie before, I was like looking for things looking before for things actually started. Mm-hmm. But no, I, I actually enjoyed this. And I watched this with Caitlin. There were some parts that I was like, okay, close your eyes, or like, I'm going to fast forward. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But she said that it gave her an uneasy feeling. Correct. Because she couldn't figure out what was real, who was in the game, who was not in the game, and how it was going to come out. So it's like when you watch a part in a movie where somebody's doing something that's so cringeworthy where you feel uncomfortable for them – she had that kind of feeling watching this because she she couldn't make sense of what was actually real and what was fake. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I feel like there were times where the game that was happening was like kind of lighthearted versus like (laughs) very extreme Yeah. to almost insane. So there's like stuff like, oh, don't let you got to reach out to this waitress Mm kind of getting their banter together. And you're like, oh, kind of lighthearted. Like, I need to talk to you. I want to apologize. And then having it just go zero to 60 
and being like, oh shit, I gotta save someone's life. Yeah, they're not. Um, <laughs> like, it's not subtle. Yeah, they're they're really not the game organizers, CRS in the movie. They're really not throwing you into the deep end. They're giving you small remedial tasks first and seeing mm-hmm. how you ramp up. And then they start fucking drugging you and shooting you and shit. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Solid. A nice baseline for uh-huh. everything that's to come. Like he can run about a block, so I think we can just start like attacking him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I do like that. In the tester, like put him on the treadmill to see, like, okay, if we are really chasing after this guy, how long do we have to chase him? Is he going <laughs> to drop dead? <laughs> if I saw that test for the first time, I'd be like, how far are you? I'm not doing this. I'd be like, revoke everything. We're not doing this. Be like, that, this game is taking place in this house. Yes. That is it. <laughs> <laughs> my own yeah. stairs, my own bed. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the opening credits. Puzzle pieces flying at you. Quiet. You watch about three minutes of old VHS footage. I don't even know if it's VHS, but old family movies. No, that's just just like straight up film. Yeah. (laughs) There's a whole bunch of people, just a whole crew just filming this kid's Mm -hmm. life. Yeah. So it's, it's young Nicholas Van Orton's birthday. And it's quiet. You can't hear anybody talking because of the film age. But you see his father. You see his friends around. You see the servants and whatnot. He's from a very uh, well-to-do family. Yes. And mentally, you're starting to build what his life was like and what it is like now. Okay? There's things that you piece together where... He's standing there with his father, but his father seems to like not really be there. Yeah. And does his father look familiar at all? I like, don't know. I don't have a guess. I don't for know, his something father. with Super Mario Brothers. That is know. Charles Martinet, the guy who has voiced Mario. What? Since Super Mario 64. That's so random. Oh, wow. and like Luigi and Wario and Waluigi. That's crazy. I was like, that guy looks a little familiar. And then I look up a picture of him, and he's like, wahoo. It's like, yep, that's him. (laughs) He's like, I'm going to Google this man. (laughs) I was like, oh, he's the father that kills himself at the beginning of the game. Whoa, spoilers. Whoa. 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 Rewind it. I'll cut that out. You don't have to. That's fine. No. (laughs) But he plays Nicholas's father. Yeah. And the really the only time you see him is standing there in this film. He smokes, throws it to the side, whatever. And at the end of the film, these family films, he just walks away into darkness, okay, into the house. Yes. But they also show they also show the interaction between young Nicholas and his younger brother, Conrad, played by Sean Penn again. Like, they push him in a pool, and then it's like, okay, I'm sorry. The mother comes around, is kind of nurturing, but then everything else is taken care of by servants. Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay? And this movie really takes place about his birthday, like around his birthday. Mm -hmm. A stressful time. It's a very stressful time because we've come to find out later on in the film that this is his 48th birthday, which is also the same age that his father killed himself on his birthday. Yeah. Okay. He, his father threw himself off of the family mansion roof. Yes. And splatted (laughs) on the driveway. Mm -hmm. Okay. I wasn't expecting it to be that dark. No. I just wasn't expecting that. No, and and it, he was so young when he died, too. He was, 48. And unfortunately, Nicholas witnessed this when he came home. Saw his father standing on the rooftop, saw him jump, saw the aftermath. Yeah. So now we see Nicholas as an older man. I really feel like he is uh, like cold, 
calculating type of person. Yes. Kind of condescending, very rude to people, but he doesn't have any real meaningful connections to anybody that is in his life mm-hmm. around him that, you know, he needs to survive. Okay. Uh, he's an investment baker, so he's really only concerned with the bottom line with making money and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And how he likes things, he's very particular. Mm-hmm. What was that? That was my throat. Okay. <laughs> he's like he's like borderline the same character as he is in like Wall Street. And I've never seen that movie. Mm. Never seen it either. I mean, greed is good, right? Okay. <laughs> That's all I, I know. I will say he's definitely a little more extreme in Wall Street. Yes. But it's still like, you know, big money man, borderline kind of yuppie, you know. Yeah. So in the morning this interaction between the housekeeper and him, which I'm assuming is the housekeeper from when he was a child. Yes. Okay. He finishes his breakfast, throws his napkin on the plate and is like, thank you, Elsa, and walks out. And she's like, okay, I'm just taking care of this again. Mm. Like cleaning up his mess. Yeah. But in the office, you see how cold he is towards everybody. He's sitting there. Uh, His personal assistant is like, you have this, this, and this going on. He's like, no, no, and no. Somebody comes in, says happy birthday. He's like, I don't like her. <laughs> I never liked her. <laughs> He's no. like, Jesus. No, Michael Douglas, I just don't think you like yourself. <laughs> no. But then one message comes through from a Mr. Seymour Butts that is trying to have lunch with him. That was such a, like, it was funny. And mm-hmm. then I feel like there's just little, like, moments in this movie where there's like humor like that mm-hmm. like childish humor yes mm-hmm. and you're like it makes sense to what it's going like what the point of the game is but it's just like i wasn't expecting like seaward butts to come yeah. up in the first like 20 minutes of this film <laughs> classic sean penn yeah classic but he's almost sean penn's character conrad is almost like poking holes into nicholas's like stuffy lifestyle yes oh yeah and you get the feeling of Sean Penn is, they're both very rich. Yeah. Obviously oh, for to do this. But uh, Conrad has gone off and is living his life. At one point, he's like, you know, I was lying there naked on a beach in Ibiza. And I was like, December 12th. my No, October 12th, my brother's birthday. And he's like, actually, it's October 11th. So <laughs> he's off in Ibiza and his brother is here in San Francisco, yep. like behind a desk. But he must have seen some pretty great shows out there. Late 90s. But naked. Yeah. Yeah. I'm it's, sure he saw Paul Oakenfold. Yeah. And there's a Tong. Paul Oakenfold. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and we are live at Ibiza. As Ibiza. Oh, you got to TH it. At Ibiza. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but they get together. They make a reservation at this very stuffy gentleman's club. Okay. It's called like the <laughs> yeah. City Club. And it's real boring. They had to give his brother a jacket to get in. He sits down, he's talking to him, and he starts smoking. This is where I made the connection of his father smoked, Conrad smokes, which he definitely doesn't like. And it yeah. was enforced later on in the movie where Christine mm-hmm. starts smoking and, and he, he instantly like, like takes it. it from her and like throws it out the car. Mm-hmm. So it's almost, I, I gave his character that remembrance of his father, that like trigger. Yes. So, which made yeah. the movie a little better for me. Mm-hmm. But they have like this entire like conversation in this stuffy place mm-hmm. um, where Conrad's like, I don't, what do you get a man who has everything? Which he's got to, he's got to be worth millions. Yeah. At least 600 million. $600 yep. million. Dollars. Mm. <laughs> but 
I love that his brother, his brother just seems genuine too compared to him. Like he's getting his experiences. He genuinely doesn't mind people. Like he's the complete opposite of Nicholas. He's been in and out of rehab. He, he (laughs) was on pills. He was seeing a therapist. Mm -hmm. You know, he's had some issues that he was trying to deal with, Mm -hmm. but it seems like Nicholas has had these same issues, but he keeps them bottled up and he does not deal with them. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. So he hands him this birthday card, and it has another card in it from CRS. Double card. I would have been like, what? No cash? No cash. <laughs> Start shaking it out. He gets like $5. I was like. <sighs> Thank you, Grandma. Dang. Like a, like a check for seven twenty three. Yeah. <laughs> but the card says CRS, which is Consumer Recreational Services. And he's like, what is this? A sporting goods store? Is this a like, <laughs> is this so an mean. escort service? And he's like, no, just call. It will change your life. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, okay, sure. Blah, blah, blah. I will. And he keeps the card with him. Okay. But he doesn't call right away. And as you see him walking through the next day or a couple days later, he's like closing the deal with his lawyer and whatnot. Mm. He sees... CRS has moved into this building on the 14th floor. Yes. So he goes and checks it out mm-hmm. just to see what it's about. And when he does, if you catch this in the now that you've seen the movie, he walks up to the reception desk and she's telling somebody, I'm sorry, this doesn't reflect negatively on you, which is exactly what they tell him later on when unfortunately they say you haven't worked out like you, you failed the tests. Yes. Okay. So she was telling somebody else this somewhere in the world. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. But this is where he actually gets to experience the most boring test ever. Yeah. He's got to go through. He's got to scantrons. So he interacts with, I guess it would be their like spokesperson or like leader onboarding person, Jim. And he's like, (laughs) just doing all these things like normal people would do interacting. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, he's got all this stuff in his hands and he hands Nicholas like his lunch. And Nicholas is like super offended. Like, (laughs) okay, like, what is this? I feel like I'd interact with that. Like, yeah, I'll hold that. Like, that's fine. He acted as if he handed him a dirty diaper. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So obviously. This is beneath me to hold your food. Um. And with Jim, he is eating in front of him. He's just kind of being buddy-buddy, like trying to make him feel comfortable. But Nicholas is not comfortable. He's like, what is this te- Like, what is this game? Yeah, what, what is, is this all- for? He's got a billion questions. And Jim's a billion like, questions. <laughs> 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 questions. And he's like, I'm not going to tell you. Like, I need you to fill out all this information. We got to do an assessment. He gives, this, he gives Nicholas like two hours tops. This is like... A full day. Yeah, it's like it's eight a hours. Full it's day. a full work day, and it's tons <laughs> of questions about like personality, um, psychological, all these things. Yeah, psych evaluation. They do a physical. Yeah, the the whole hearing test. Yeah, they <laughs> put him boy? in front of a subliminal movie at some point. Yeah. yeah, where he has to like hit a button when something comes up. Yeah, he's like, "Is this forever?" <laughs> I was like, "What are we watching?" And that's when I was like, "This is." I would be, oh, hell no. Like, what are you guys, like, shaping me to do? Mm-hmm. This was my, oh, hell no for this movie. I, As soon as it got to that movie part and it's, like, all the subliminal stuff popping up, I'm like, oh, so it's going to be that kind of movie. Yeah. Which was, it ended up not being. Yeah. <laughs> it was just for the, I was you know, like, feeling. I was, like, getting that uh, clockwork orange type. I was just like, <laughs> god damn it, single note. Like, they turned it to the Manchurian <laughs> candidate or something. 
<laughs> you walk outside and you're like six five four. <laughs> so he gets done with all of this testing. Yes, and he signs the waiver, <laughs> which he went through all that testing and he's putting up a fit this entire time, but still does it. He's not a quitter. He's like, no, oh, it's fine. I'll do it. <laughs> well, <laughs> I feel like for a good chunk of this movie. He's such a stickler for like the rules. Yes. But as soon as something that's introduced that's like completely different from his normal lifestyle, he says he doesn't want any part of it. But deep down, he does want part of it because mm-hmm. it's like not the norm. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's like, so fine, fucking out I'll there and far fetched. Sure. I'll yeah. do it. And after this, he's playing squash at the men's club in a really ass long shirt. I actually really like uh, playing squash. You said really ass long shirt. Ass long shirt. Oh damn! I'm fucked His up. ass is just swinging. Ass cheeks start at like between his knees and go all the way up to the ball of his back. <laughs> what does that person look like? It's a long ass. Taylor, draw it. No. Can you teach me how to draw? We call that like a long back. Your long back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Three horns don't hang out with long backs. <laughs> <laughs> He's in the men's club playing squash and overhears a couple guys talking about CRS just moved to town. Oh, yes, this branch was great. I did this. And he strikes up a conversation with him trying to get more information because it's this ominous company that nobody can find information on except for the people that know about it that have gone through this game. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what is the what is the biblical reference that the one guy gives him? Uh, it's John, John 6, 9, 25. 925. Oh. Well, you don't know it off the top of your head? Where he says, <laughs> once I was I blind, know. now I can see. Yeah. So in movies where they quote like one biblical passage to give you a reasoning behind everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. This is one, it's like, okay, it's supposed to open your eyes to something. But the look on his face is, you know, what what is this supposed to clarify for me? I already know everything. Like, okay. And he even it says doesn't it's, clarify shit. No, it doesn't really. <laughs> no. But he says it's a, a, a lot of role-playing, you know, nonsense. And kind of like throws his hands up about it. Mm-hmm. After his scotch lunch at the men's club, he goes into a meeting where he is redlining a contract left and right. Yes. Okay. And he is the head of a company that he needs to keep his investors happy. Okay. So the secondary story here is there's a publishing company called Bear Grant that his father is friends with the owner or was friends with the owner. And now their profit margins are too slim, so he has to go and acquire them pretty much, mm-hmm. okay? And in this meeting, he gets a call from CRS, and they let him know that he is not a good fit, not a good candidate for the game. And sorry, this isn't going to – please don't think this reflects negatively on you, but you're not a good candidate. Mm-hmm. And he's he has this instant look on his face like, you're going to tell me I'm not good at something? Yeah, he's not very <laughs> happy about that. No. So he thinks that – it isn't going to happen. This isn't going to go through. He lets his brother know that, like, sorry, they rejected me. And as he's driving home. He doesn't even say that. He says, uh, I don't think it's really for me, so I'm not going to do it. Like, he plays yeah. it off. Like, yeah, he didn't like even it. do it. I don't yeah. like it. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. I don't want, 
(laughs) (laughs) But at night, when he goes home, and let me just say, the entrance into his house, he must be going like 60 miles an hour. The gates open perfectly for him to never slow down, and then Mm -hmm. they just start closing behind him. It's like the Batcave. Yeah, I don't know if they meant him to drive like this through the movie, but he just drove fast everywhere. And I was like, is this just normal? (laughs) Like, (laughs) But he goes in and out of his house. So fucking fast. Uh, he needs to spend his time making money, not driving slow. Okay. Yeah. No, Mobby. Also him entering his house after this meeting. This is where I was like, is this a fucking horror movie? Cause the music changes yes. most of the time when he like throughout his day, the music is very somber and doesn't really make you feel anything. You're just kind of like, oh, I'm just living through an investor's life. Like, well, but then when you walk up to his house, this is where the music gets very eerie. Yeah, because wow. there's a fucking dead clown in the driveway. Yep, right where his father died. Po- yeah, that was fucked up. Mm-hmm. That was real fucked up. It was almost a- staged in the exact same position, clothes and everything. If this happened, if you saw your father die, yes, would you drag a clown back into the house that was positioned in the exact same spot? I'd call the fucking cops right then. 100% no. Like, mm. no. But he does. He drags it into the house. And it's really just him and Ilsa, the housekeeper, yes. who lives on the grounds in like a little side cottage. Mm-hmm. But he takes this into the house. He pulls a key out of its mouth and it says CRS on it. Mm. Okay. So he pockets that. And then he somehow takes it upstairs and puts it in the library with him. This, this clown. It's mm-hmm. a man-sized clown. And mm-hmm. sets it in a chair. I would not do that. I think I. Well, the first thing he did he wrong just was get company. out of here. <laughs> Starts talking to it. He's like, "I love you so much," and CRS is like, "God damn!" <laughs> be like, "Actually, maybe you should just go to therapy. We probably shouldn't cause more havoc on his life." <laughs> I'm gonna call you Jones. I mean, he got out of the car and looked at it. I would have seen something in my driveway and been like, "I'm calling the police." Yeah, it looks like he a fucking has dead a cell body. phone. I would have like, ran over it. Just to check. Yeah, fuck you, I game. I probably bam, bam. wouldn't have ran over it. Like, what if it was a delivery man who, like, passed out because he had a heart attack? And he's dressed like a clown? Somebody sent you, You can't like, tell a he's dressed salt? like a clown from your car. But I can call the police and be like, hey, there's a, a something in my driveway. Okay. <laughs> but this is where I got terrified because it's got such a weird smile and it's got, its eyes are dead. Mm-hmm. Like dolls. Like dolls. <laughs> But he just, I don't know why he does this. I think that's why this movie got so frustrating for me. It's like, why did you do these things? Because he's intrigued. <sighs> His life is filled with nothing. Mm-hmm. So anything that happens is somewhat interesting. That was the wrong moves. But then we get some fucking Max Headroom action. Yeah. With the anchor on TV talking about fucking stocks and bonds and shit. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, Michael Douglas, what are you doing? Welcome <laughs> to the game. <laughs> <laughs> That was pretty cool. Yeah. So the show he watches every evening is like a financial report, but the game somehow. So boring. What? Oh. He's just so boring. (laughs) But the game somehow has got the TV to talk to him. Mm -hmm. And he's like, how is this happening? Oh, there's a camera in your house. We're talking right to you. So the game's got some deep pockets. Okay. And so it's like when you see. Like Al Roker doing a cameo. If Al Roker was like talking on TV <laughs> and then like said something directly to you, you'd kind of like look up like, what the fuck? Yeah. And the newscaster 
gives him the layout of the game. Let's him know like the point of the game is to figure out the game. Here is a number you can call. You cannot ask what the what the point of the game is. Yeah, you can ask for help. Emergencies. Or emergencies <laughs> or whatever. Like uh, my leg just got severed. I need some help. And then you'd imagine people would just kind of come out of the woodwork. And yeah. Help like okay. uh, we should probably stop playing. <laughs> Shut it down. Literally Shut it down die. now. <laughs> so he gets a little cocky after this. Okay. Yeah, weird. And this is where you start to get the mixture of, okay, now as the viewer, you know that the game is going on and now you are trying to decipher what part of this movie is the game, what part of this movie is his actual life going on because there are people that he interacts with equally that are in real life or uh, known to the game. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. But whenever he's walking through the airport, he's looking at everybody and he kind of smirks like, Okay, I see you over there. I got, uh-huh, this, figured I got this figured out. That he's guy's like, got keys. He's like, I got my game shark in my pocket. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking cheat my way through this game. <laughs> he's like, I got this. He's just he just walks up to people. He's like, I'm playing the game. <laughs> I know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> just We're like, like what? Some little old, some kid. Like, who the fuck is this guy oh talking to me? I got it. He just winks at everyone too, like, yes. And you're like, what? That's not even real shit. Is that Michael Douglas? (laughs) (laughs) Am I in the game? He does that now. He's like, I'm in the game. Be like, "Mm." (laughs) oh man. Uh, But he freaking his pen opens up and spills ink on him like a doofus. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you dingus. But it's a CRS pen because the guy's like at the. At the very beginning, when he's filling out all the paper, he's like, "Keep the pen," they and it leaks all for- over his monogram shirt. Yeah, mm-hmm. which now that you see this, you're like, "Oh, that's how they got that shirt." Is it leaked ink on it? He got a new shirt. You that shirt turns up later in a hotel room with a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. like oh yeah. my god, that makes sense. I didn't even connect that. Hilarious. Yeah, it's very very intricate. Yes. Real quick, when he's in the bathroom trying to get the ink out of his shirt, I always wondered if he did help the guy in the stall with the toilet paper, if his game would have taken a different direction. Mm. Or is that just some guy that randomly actually needed help with toilet paper? I don't know. You could have just helped him. Like, just give him some fucking toilet paper. That's happened to me in the bathroom. The lady's like, I need help. And I'm like, ooh, I got you, girl. But <laughs> like, also, that sucks. But also the way the guy's asking for it, he's like, Oh, hey, hey, man, can you help me out? Just, and you see his hand under. It's not like, hey, do you mind just giving me some toilet paper? The way that he's asking for it is really weird. Well, you don't have to, like, put your hand on his hand. Like, just. No, I know. Michael Douglas is like, he's playing the game, too. He's going to poop on me. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to poop on me. There's poop in there. (laughs) So he makes his way to the plane. Yes. And goes to see this guy, Bear. Mm-hmm. of Bear Grant Publishing. And he lets him know, look, you need to sign these contracts. My investors are going to be happy. Um, confidence is restored. But he can't get his briefcase open. Yes. And the whole time he's trying to get his briefcase open, this man is talking to him about, like, you're a son of a bitch. I knew your father. What would your father say? And he's like, what? <laughs> yeah. And he, he just, did. Yeah. And Sorry. he. No, go ahead. Oh, I'm just like, he's just pissed. Because Nicholas comes in and is like, I'm going to fire you. I'm straight yeah. up fucking fire. And he's like, I'm going to fight you. I'm going to fight you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you insolent son of a I bitch. always see that guy in a, like, he's always a bad guy. Okay. I can't point to another movie he's been in, but I've, 
I, I feel like he's also one of those actors that has been the same age for like 50 years. Yeah, like you've he's never always seen him that young. like <laughs> si- like upper 60s, like just always that age. Mm. But I liked this part because he was so frustrated. Mm-hmm. He goes zero to 60 because it. He and so does his briefcase. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> because he pulls the key that he found in the clown's mouth out and tries to open his briefcase because the the newscaster told him you will be given keys along the way that you don't know when you'll have to use them, but you need to keep them with you. And he's like, okay, maybe this is part of the game. They're trying to frustrate me, but it doesn't work in his briefcase. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he gets frustrated <laughs> he and so. starts beating his case up. Yeah, he's like in the hallway just like <laughs> throwing it and hit it against the bench. Like, I don't know why I laughed at the scene. It just was very out of character, I feel like. Like, what would you do if you saw somebody doing that when you're walking down the hallway? I would leave immediately. You wouldn't, like, just look for a little bit? I mean, I might look. I'd be like, holy shit, is that Michael Douglas? (laughs) (laughs) Michael Douglas, you're playing the game again? on that briefcase. (laughs) He really hates that briefcase. (laughs) Give him the people's elbow. (laughs) (laughs) He just, like, leg drops it. (laughs) So he can't get his case open. Nope. And he has to head back home. Yeah. He flies back to have dinner with Conrad at the city club, which he never shows up. Conrad never shows up. And he gets the biggest glass of wine spilled on him. Yeah. I thought it was Kool-Aid. It was I like mean, multiple glasses. <laughs> it looked like the... It's r- probably Kool-Aid. Yeah, it looked like <laughs> Just the, like one of those pyramids of glasses, <laughs> and it just all spills like right on the front of his shirt. <laughs> He's like, ah, oh, goddamn! It's like Oktoberfest <laughs> at the city club. <laughs> But the waitress that bumps into him is Christine, mm-hmm. and she's very apologetic and tells the maitre d to go fuck off and gets fired for it. Yeah. Okay, because she is considered lower than low, you know, compared to everybody it's else who's dining trash. here. Yeah, <laughs> she's not as low as she is in uh, Silent Hill. That's exactly where I saw her at. Mm-hmm. She plays Alessa's mother. Mm. And that's the only the other thing I've seen her Yep, in. that's it. That's all. Oh, well, except for Silent, Silent Hill Revelation. Gross. Let's not talk about that movie. But I actually really liked her voice. I think she's a very calming voice mm-hmm. when she talks. And I loved her in this. Okay. But I love when she tells off the major D. Like, I'm not going to kiss this guy's ass, which talking about Yeah, Nicholas. you can. And she gets fired and fucking sucks. But this is also where he gets a bill that has a note on it. So he immediately gets up and starts running out of the kitchen area mm-hmm. and has to go chase Christine down. Yeah. Cause it said, don't let her get away. Yes. And it's like, we don't know why we don't know what's going on. And then he tries to make sense of it. And she's like, get away from me, psycho. Yeah. It's like, I'm just trying to apologize. Be I think like, you have something for me. Like if <laughs> he comes up, if somebody came up to you, it was like, I think you have something for me. I'm supposed to talk to you. I think I would slap someone. Excuse me, miss. <laughs> excuse me, miss. <laughs> he totally excuse me, miss that woman. <laughs> he did. That's what Michael, t- with his, his shoulders raised up as he runs towards And then she's like, oh shit, that's Michael Douglas. <laughs> so not, he's like, not like 2020 Michael Douglas. That's like <laughs> mid-90s Michael Douglas. Oh my God. <laughs> so he obviously gets blown off and he's standing there like, I don't know what the fuck to do. Yeah. And, and a, a guy has a heart attack on the street. Just right in front of him. And he doesn't know what to do. He doesn't know how to help. It's like He just throws money on top of him. <laughs> <laughs> Leave yourself up. <laughs> and luckily, like, 
Christine turns around and it's like, I need you to call someone. Like, you have the means to call someone. I don't He's have pissing a himself. He's like, is that real enough for you? <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just zero to 60 because Nicholas doesn't know what to do. And no. he's like, he's a high pressure situation person. Yeah. From like being a broker and stuff like that. He's got to be fast making decisions. But like mm. when it comes to like human interaction, he's like, I don't know what to fucking do. Yes. And so they, it's easy. He's easily swept up. Yes. In these things. And he know. just says kind of like, yes to everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so ambulance comes to take this guy to take me away. It's a song. It's a, yep. You know, know what it is. Song four strings. D- D- <laughs> DDR. All right. Um, Million miles away. Sickles <laughs> like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut up. No, but he's just like, she's not my wife. And the ambulance driver's like, I don't care. Yeah. It's like, get in the ambulance. How many other movie references can we use to explain this one movie? Just this one scene. Just the one scene. Oh, God. But they end up getting on an ambulance. They're kind of talking. On top of it. On top of it. (laughs) You're going to ride on top. With this man who had a heart attack. And they get down into this like um, parking garage, which I love. I loved this part. Ugh, mm-hmm. I hated it. I was like, it made me feel. I hate parking garages. Weird, but but I it's, can, they make me feel claustrophobic. But it is a hospital. Yes. So the ambulance pulls in. The the Everyone EMTs rolls yep. rolls him around into the hospital, and and Nicholas and Christine are sitting there talking. All the lights turn off. Everybody runs. It's Everyone completely disappears. dark. Disappears. And he's like, oh my God, this is the game. And this she's like, what? Game. <laughs> he just like slaps his knees like, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> and Christine at this part, she's like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I want to leave. I want to go back to my home. I want to drink whatever. Get out of my fields. Wipe that guy's puke out of my mouth. Ugh, yeah. <laughs> and he's just like following her, trying to explain what it so, is, and she doesn't want to hear she it. She does not want to hear it. They make their way to an elevator, and I like how these... He's trying to explain a game to a girl who doesn't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when I first met Nicole, and I tried to tell her like the entire lore of Kingdom Hearts. She's like, I don't care. <laughs> She's like, I, I like you. But I don't care about this game. But did, she, but did she listen to you and like, mm-hmm? Or did she have that look on her face like, I can't believe you're still talking. That like zone out kind of look I give. Sometimes. No, she was where actually, your eyes start drifting apart. <laughs> <laughs> no, she was actually pretty into it because I'm a fantastic storyteller. Anyways, all right. <laughs> Yikes, Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas. <laughs> oh, Michael Douglas. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know he had his own talk show, Michael Douglas. Do you Did know he? what movie that's from? No. Shit. I can. I'm the only person that can do that. So don't even try. That can do what? Uh, make references that are funny. Whoa! <laughs> that was rude. That was rude. Let me know when you're gonna start. I'm just saying that was funny. But God dang! Shit, Taylor. Like, Taylor's like that was a goddamn good burn. That was a goddamn good burn. You're goddamn proud of yourself. I'm just like, is this the game? <laughs> We're totally in the game right now. Uh, those aren't real cats. Are you two in the game? <laughs> they're holograms. Rizzlers and Moose has been running around this entire time. We just look over and they're actually like stuffed cats that look nothing like. I'm like, shit, they are stuffed. 
It's just like, like a guy in like a black <laughs> morph suit with like a tiny picture of it. Oh my god. <laughs> Is this again? fucking weird with that one. That would be pretty weird. That would be terrifying. That would be oh, fucking man. terrifying. So where are we in the game? They the are. Esca- nope. <laughs> the Escal. Nope. How do I get off this escalator? Oh, man. It's not moving. What about if I use this key? How about you just walk up the fucking escalator? Oh, my God. Yeah. So they're in the elevator, and it's not moving. And he finally uses the key. The door is closed, and it goes up. Yes. Okay? But in the lobby where they get out is the exact same sign. They are in the same building where he first went to CRS. Yeah, Mm -hmm. real. I was like, oh my God, this whole building. Like at that part, I was like, this whole building's a fucking setup. And this is where he doubles down on trying to tell her about the game because he's like, this is CRS. This is what I've been telling you about. This is the game. And she's like, okay, man, they trip an alarm. Yeah. And she's like, you can stick around, talk to the cops. I'm out of here. Yeah, like, I'm not going to fucking stay here. And then they end up getting chased by a dog through Mm -hmm. all these, like, old buildings and climbing up rafters and stuff. And I was like, is Michael Douglas as nimble? Was he that nimble back then? Whatever. That's what I thought. They had to climb up a pallet. He plays squash. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) And see, they knew that they could chase him like, they knew they could chase him like this because of the physical, the physical challenges that he did. They also sent a fucking dog on him. Did you see his fucking face when he gets, Oh, when he's like, he's like, (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, okay, well, on one hand, I don't know what it's like to get my fucking ankle bit by a dog while I'm trying to climb a stack of pallets, but it's probably not that. I took some fucking screenshots of his face. I need to see these screenshots because I didn't recognize his face. Oh my god, hilarious, god. hilarious. Yeah, he went like fucking full on scanners for a second. His face. <laughs> just in my nose, it's just it. his it face. Just <laughs> so they end up at like a really tall building where the only way they can escape is jumping into trash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they jump into trash. Yeah. And that kind of just like ends that night yeah. but he does have a but he yeah. does have a good humanizing moment where they jump into the dumpsters right outside of a chinese restaurant yes okay and as they're getting out the chinese uh the, chi- the chinese maitre d yeah or chef whatever yeah <laughs> i think it was a chef so the cooks and whatnot are laughing at these people who just jumped into the dumpsters and he looks at them and he says table for two and like starts laughing a little bit There's that and you humor. can see, and you can see christine like smirks a little bit so it's that it's a non-scripted game part yeah. that okay it's starting to like work on him whatever the game is yeah okay mm-hmm. they're walking down the street and he's like yeah we're gonna go to that building it's my office and they both get cleaned up he tells her what he does and he also lets her take a shower and he's like yeah, I don't mind if you take a shower. Sees that she has a red bra on. Scandal. I know. <clears throat> and when she closes the door to take a shower for some privacy, it's like a glass door, so you can kind of see right through it. If you Michael stand Douglas. with it, <laughs> Michael Douglas, he's dirty, dirty. More like Michael Douglas. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, my God. Get out of <laughs> your jokes today. Or yeah. just on fire. <laughs> He heads home. She goes off, and she essentially tells him, "Like, I think you're cute." Yeah. Like some guy paid me four hundred dollars to spill yeah. drinks on Fucking you. Michael Douglas? Are you kidding me? Jesus. 
only in even the cab driver was like mm. but they he kind of gets a little smirk at the end and like goes home but then wakes up at like 11 o'clock 11 o'clock and he's like oh shit i gotta get to work (laughs) like all fucking flabbergasted Mm -hmm. and like has no clue what happened yeah yeah so he gets a call from his personal assistant letting him know that the guy he just wanted to fire is at this hotel waiting for him with his uh, lawyer. Yes. Okay. And the hotel Nicola called and said that they have your American Express there. And he's like, what? I didn't go to any hotel. What is this? He makes his way to this hotel to pick up his card. Mm-hmm. And this is where we see Chosen, the father of, what's his name? Johnny Tsunami. Johnny Tsunami. <laughs> yeah unfortunately the grandpa is uh nowhere to be found i know Mm -hmm. so he retrieves his card and he's like don't i need a room key the guy's like didn't i give you one some guy slipped it into his pocket before he walked up to the desk and so he goes up to the room this is the part where i was like caitlin go out of the room go do some homework for a little bit (laughs) so he's walking through this apartment and it looks like the rolling stones in like the mid seventies. Yeah, that Andrew WK's party just yep. starts playing. We want the fucking crazy. Clothes all over the place. There's porn playing in the background, mm. really loud. There's coke, like so fucking. Yeah, loud. there's You're coke like, and Polaroids it. all over the place, mm-hmm. and the torso of this woman in a red bra. So he's like, "Oh, that's Christine." He instantly gets it in his head, but he starts panicking, and he's like putting the coke down the sink and cuts himself so he gets dna all over the place gets cocaine in his blood his eyes go red yeah see it red again (laughs) 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 sorry i don't know as rich as he is as wealthy as he is how does he not know to not like fuck with glass in a sink i don't know i would just fucking leave it maybe he (laughs) never had to like get rid of an ounce of coke in a no, mere second no. because the cleaning lady comes to the door and she like kind of opens it and he just slams his body up he against it and launches her so fast towards that door and slams he's like come in. back please <laughs> <laughs> like, well, slams you. on her hand and he's like please don't come in she's walking away she's like motherfucker he's <laughs> like you could have just told me nicely yeah <laughs> So he loads up all the Polaroids into his briefcase. And I'm this- just saying I wouldn't mm-hmm. do that. I'd be my briefcase would open and those things would be all over the town. And yeah, they, like, just ri- they just rig it up to like, they blow the locks and the whole thing just opens at some point. <laughs> but this is where you see the shirt that had the ink mark on it yeah. is laying on the couch and it's like, okay, that's how they got the that's how they got the shirt off of him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay? So he's on his way to now the other hotel to meet this guy and he thinks that he is behind all of this. Yeah. yeah. He thinks he's behind all the Polaroids. He catches a guy following him who character actor from Sons of Anarchy. Yes, there's two Sons of Anarchy characters in this movie. Chibs. Chibs. And Chibs. Batman Begins. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when he gets dropped from the roof and he hits, he's like, oh. He's also yeah. in Too Fast, Too Furious. What? He's the cop that is uh, blackmailed. 
Mm. He was on uh, oh, that's Barone's right. The rats. Yeah. The rats in his belly. What a weird movie. What oh, a weird man. one. Those movies are great. It's a great movie. I just did not like the second one. It was, it just felt Nobody off did. because the whole team wasn't there. Yep. And a lot of other people. But I said forget about it, cuz. <laughs> But it's like we're never making it through this goddamn movie. This is fucking four hour <laughs> cut for you. <laughs> this is going to be our first two-parter. Yep. <laughs> so he makes this guy that's following him, pulls over into an alley, finds out that he's a private investigator that has been hired to follow him, grabs his gun, and he's like, oh, yeah, this is part of the game. You use uh, real bullets, blah, blah, blah. Shoots the tire that, like, just blows up. <laughs> and the guy gets out. He's like, whatever, man. I'm out of here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> makes his way so to this fast. yeah makes his way to this hotel and confronts bear who he just fired you know on his past trip mm-hmm. and is like is this what you're trying to do like you're trying to like smear my name tosses these pictures on the table the guy's wife and his daughter are sitting there he just kind of like storms into the room and he goes on this spouting thing he's like it doesn't matter what you have against me it just matters about the stock and then he's like, are you finished? He's like, no, I am not. <laughs> he's like, I'll tell you what you goddamn finished. You're like, what the hell? Unfortunately, Bear has already met his lawyer. He signed the documents. Yeah. So the deal is done, and he's just spouting off and throwing yeah. like nude pictures all over the place for no reason. <laughs> so he looks fucking crazy. Yes. Yeah. And I, at this point, oh you're like, God. is this part of the game, or is this real life that he is just bleeding o- the game over into? Yep. And he walks out. He's like, sorry for my misguided. Uh, I'm going to excuse myself. He now. doesn't even <laughs> say sorry. He's like. Uh, and then just he's leave. like, my outburst, my tone. Uh, and then just walks out of the <laughs> <Just> room. <leaves. laughs> and I felt such embarrassment at that time. I don't. Yeah, that was one of those moments. Moments. What the fuck? <laughs> that, was, that was that was one of the moments where you're watching the movie and you just kind of grab the side of your head, yeah, like, like, oh, buddy, buddy, buddy. You like, know? don't look directly at the film. You just look like above it, and you're like, this will be over soon, uh, right? Because the poor guy's daughter is like, daddy. He's like, it's okay, honey. It's okay. He's like, I'm not done. Except for the wife. I like the wife in the scene. She's like, come at me. She's like, I don't care. I'm a film. I know. She's just looking she at him like one care. eyebrow up, just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Keep on talking. But he goes back home after this. What used to be his home. What now is it, it now? looks like a fucking fucking vampire nightlight rave. Get it out. I don't even <laughs> Dude, they destroyed that house. Yeah, they did. There's fucking graffiti everywhere. But it's not like cool graffiti. It's just like his name. Michael Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> He first like comes in the house and is like, ugh, weird. Because it's all dark, but you hear, and he tries turning on the lights, and it pops, and then you hear somebody in the house somewhere running up steps. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he grabs the gun out of his pocket that he had from the private investigator, and the way he's holding it is like, if your arm is like hugged into your body and the gun's right up by your cheek, like your arm itself is only like a foot. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like an old, like, 50s gangster where you're, like, real tight to the armpit. Yeah. <laughs> like, how much back kit are you going to get from that six-shooter, man? <laughs> like, calm down. A lot. <laughs> He's like, I have a gun! <laughs> I'm Michael Douglas. I will not be intimidated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, he fucking play the game. Find the baby. <laughs> he fucking touches that light. It has scared the shit out of me. When it <laughs> so, he's like, oh, fuck this. I'm Michael Douglas. <laughs> Isabel's face is as red as your Coca-Cola glass. I'm, so sorry. I'm just imagining someone walking around the house. I'm Michael Douglas. <laughs> Come out. <laughs> Come out in the name of Michael Douglas. Oh, my God. Now, oh, my God. So a great concept movie would be put an actor like Michael Douglas mm-hmm. in a movie called The Game where his character, Nicholas Van Orden, is dealing with weir- real life and the game. But as you are filming the movie, you are actually putting the actor in a portion of the game. So he doesn't know that that light switch is going to blow up. It just happens. Oh my God. <laughs> Dude, that would be fucked up. That would be awesome. <laughs> and then he has our jack and you're like, shit. Uh, but he signed that waiver at the beginning, right? Um, yes, he did. He walks through his house. He sees the clown again, like you were saying. The whole house is destroyed. There's graffiti everywhere. These giant black lights come on, so light it up like a 90s rave. Yeah. And... Mamas and the Papas start playing. Uh, mm-hmm. Which I was okay. like, I'm going to listen to this song for the next couple of days. <laughs> uh, he goes upstairs. That clown has a folder in its mouth and it's uh, with a note in it that says, like my father before me, I chose... Oh, fuck, what does it say? I can't remember. Okay. I don't remember. Okay, I'm going to start there. So, goes upstairs and the clown has a folder in its mouth with a note and then a picture of his father's dead body. Yeah. So, mm. they're like psychologically getting to him now. And he's like, you sons of bitches and like throws <laughs> it in the <laughs> fire, <laughs> right? <God damn> it. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do this to me. <laughs> you move the headstones, but you didn't move the body. <laughs> <laughs> Movie reference. Yes. Six. Yep. Sick. Movie reference, Taylor. But he's walking through this house, so he's already on edge. Uh-huh. Runs, well, he lets his housekeeper, thank God, know. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what's going on? He's like, stay in the house, lock the doors. She needs to the street. Door. the door closed. Get out of the open. She runs back to the house, calls the police, and is like, hey, someone broke in, blah, blah, blah. And the creepiest thing that anyone on the other side of the phone could say, are you sure no one is in the house. He's like, and you're what? like, instantly. Oh, I gave myself chills. Like that would be fucking terrifying because you don't think about that walking through the house and like checking, and yeah. you're just like, oh shit, they're probably gone. But at that moment, that's when his brother Conrad, who we haven't seen, mm-hmm. fucking busts out and like knocks in the window, like maybe yeah, your car. Yeah, that the shit out of me too. <laughs> and so we're like, oh my god, something's happening. And then the next like couple minutes is just Conrad like, oh man, they fucked me over. They screwed up this. They mm-hmm. want blood. Like I, I they paid them their money. They won't stop the game. I paid them even more money to stop the game. They still won't stop. Yeah. And he's ripping their his car apart, thinking that there's a microphone in it or something. He can't trust anybody. Mm-hmm. And they get a flat tire. And Conrad's like, they did it. And Nicholas is like, it's just a flat tire. Let's change it. Tells him to get in the glove box, and as Nicholas is in the back, he opens the glove box, and a bunch of CRS keys fall out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like way too many. Like, what are you even going to do with all yeah. those so keys? Many keys? I'll do a fucking... Nope, I'm not going to say that joke. <laughs> I'm not going to say that joke. Jesus Christ. Okay. So... Conrad already looks like he hasn't been asleep for a week. His mm-hmm. eyes are like bloodshot. He's got dark circles under so his sweaty. eyes. 
but he grabs all the keys. He's like, you're behind the whole thing. Yeah. They're in your fucking car. Like, throws it at him. Like, runs away real quick. <laughs> I do like that he threw keys at him. He's like, like they're in your fucking car. Ouch. You, you got key whore. And it ends up being that they just argue back and forth about, like, it's like this All because across you San hate, Francisco. Yes. <laughs> yelling at each other like it's because you like didn't love dad, all this stuff. You had to be my dad. I didn't need a dad. Like all this stuff. Yeah, you're jealous of me. I'm living my life. Yeah. And it's just like. Oh my God. And it's like, <laughs> oh shit, they're getting real right now. Mm-hmm. But there's like, I don't know if you guys do this during movies, but like when stuff like that kind of happens, you're like something bad's going to happen to one of them. And that's where it's going to end. I couldn't yeah. remember. Well, I couldn't remember, but then knowing how the movie kind of came to a conclusion, I was like, oh my God, like somebody's going to get hit or yeah. somebody's going to get shot. Fall or- down those long ass fucking stairs in San Francisco. <laughs> they have stairs everywhere, but ugh, yeah. Stairs and homeless people. Stairs and homeless. But they end up having that heart-to-heart conversation, brotherly love, pretty much, out in the middle of the open. Conrad runs away. And, okay, so the one thing in a movie that you can do that shows how much power some ominous figure or entity has is make public phones ring Mm -hmm. closer and closer to yeah where they are. Like, Oh shit, like why is that phone ringing? So you hear the phone ringing down by Conrad and then you hear the phone ringing down at the bottom of the steps where there's a homeless person which is a little further mm-hmm. away away from Nicholas. And then you hear the phone ring in a laundromat and Nicholas runs over and answers it and it's the conversation that they were just having in the mm-hmm. streets. Yeah, it's like you recorded that already. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Would like, you answer a phone if it was ringing in a building? Like if you were walking past and the phone starts ringing, no one else around, would you answer that phone? Well, I'd be intrigued because Morpheus might be on the other line telling me to get out of the building He's like, as stealthily as I possibly could. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. He's just like, listen to me, Taylor. That I'm like, some- yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, Mr. Morpheus. Would you answer it? Like Taylor, I would be intrigued. I would probably see if it. I don't know. I don't. I'm gonna wrestle with this all fucking day. No, I don't know. But like, I yes, I would answer it the first time if I was in the mindset that day of like, you know, not my circus, not my clowns. I'm not answering that. And I walked past the phone, and then the next phone I walked past rang. I definitely one. wouldn't pick it up. You're making yeah. Mm. If that would happen, yes. But if you just heard a phone rang once, like just that, like it's phone. it's just it's it just, just keeps ringing. ringing. I might just walk over, pick it up, and put it down. I would do that. I'm yep. not going like, to answer. I don't need to doop. know. Leave me a message. Mm. Leave this person on the phone a message. Yeah, if you can call a if you can call a public phone that's near me, you got my cell number. Text you, me. You got stuff. Yeah, you got stuff. Well, this was the 90s, and they couldn't just do that to <laughs> He everyone. had a cell phone. He did. That had no fucking service the entire movie. He's like, ah, no service. I'm like, Must have had T-Mobile. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Or Boost Mobile. <laughs> Jesus. Or Cricket Wireless. Mm. What about Mint? Are they good? I don't know. Okay. Mint, Mint is owned by mobile or T-Mobile now. Okay. Yeah, they bought it from, um, what's his name? Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. For $1.3 billion. 
Isabel's just like, I wish I was Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, uh, the car has a flat tire. He walks back, t- gets in a cab. Yep. And Chibs. Chibs. Chibs is in the cab. Uh, Scarface, actually. Whoa. Well, in the movie, it's called Scarface, but in Sons of Anarchy, you know him as Chibs. Yeah, I never watched that show. Oh, it's fucking great. You never have? It, it's, it's, it's pretty, pretty good. good. It's too late. I'm not it's very depressing. It. Don't Gemma. watch that show to like feel better about yourself. Oh, God, no. I, I, I know his... It's really tasteless that his name in The Saint is Scarface, and he has like a gnarly scar on his face in real life. Okay. I just think that's... I just went back to that. I'm like, oh, it's that guy from Scarface. Or Scarface. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's that guy from The Saint. First you get the money. Whose name is Scarface. And I'm like, they really couldn't come up with like a better Well, see, that's the thing. <laughs> was he like a side character in that movie? Yeah, he was a side okay. character. So if you're, writing, if you're writing a script and you're just like, okay, this henchman is Scarface. <laughs> like, you don't write it after you cast the person. Like, yeah, I'm going to make the name you know, a physical deformity that this person has, you know, it's just so ridiculous. I know, yeah. but, but Tommy Flanagan. Yeah. He's been he's in really, a million. He's so things cool. He's, he's so cool. But Tommy Flanagan is the taxi driver that picks up Nicholas and he's like, take me to 2210 Broadway. And he doesn't say anything this entire time. He just kind of laughs like the cabbie does. He's like, <laughs> uh, and he looks and he, Nicholas looks through the, the glass, the plexi and sees that the cab service is California regional sedan. Yeah. And he's like, Oh no, get me out of this fucking thing. <laughs> CRS. I had to rewind it. Cause I'm like, wait, what the hell Why did, did he, he see? Yeah. Yeah. And, He's laughing the entire time. He takes him like he's Tokyo drifting around San Francisco at night. He puts on the gas, jumps out of the cab, and he's like, no! <laughs> it just dumps him into the river. Yeah. Hudson, the bay? It doesn't matter. I don't know. Hudson okay. River is I, in New York. <laughs> no, well, not, that's not the only, like, is it a river? It's the bay. I'm, I'm San assuming. Francisco Bay. Yeah. Okay. Hey, bay, bay. Hey, bay, bay. him into the bay. And he screamed so high pitch at that time when yeah, he goes, he he's did. like, ah! I mean, that would be fucking terrifying. <laughs> See, Are you kidding me? I know. <laughs> That's the point of the movie I where if you were putting the actor actually in the game, they oh. didn't know they were about to go in the water. And, and they like, think that the, they think that the, it's going to end with the cabbie dropping him off at this address, oh and they God. really take them on this ride. That's the type of movies that need to be made. Wow, that that's what the be, people want to see. That think, would be absolutely ridiculous. I would not want to be insurance. <laughs> not about watch. Not about watch. <laughs> so, previously, when he was talking to his um, lawyer after he threw those nudie pics all over the place, he had gotten a card in his briefcase. That had a uh, window handle. That's right. You That's used right. to have to roll down your windows manually. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people still do. Back nowadays. in my day, we didn't have power control. <laughs> power windows. Power control. <laughs> the the car is sinking to the bottom. He uses it. He's freaking out. Oh, I'd freak. Yeah, 100%. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. And rolls down the window and escapes. Mm -hmm. Okay? This is when he gets really, really pissed. Yeah. You see him 
So the next morning, he somehow makes it back. I don't know how far away he is from his house at this he point. He always gets back. But that's the thing. He knows how to get back to his house. He probably, but he probably didn't go back to his house because it had all that graffiti and it was all fucked up. So he probably just went back to his office that has a shower and you know change of clothes. But mm-hmm. he's standing there, and some police come in and they all go up to the 14th floor where CRS right. is. There is nothing there. There are nope. hooks and wires. It, it <laughs> looks. It looks as if they are about to begin construction or they just deconstructed this entire office, mm-hmm. which they were building it when he went in for uh, the tests and everything. Mm-hmm. Said that they had just moved in. So they he thinks that he had them dead to rights. They're not there. The inspector... Nope, that's British. The detective... <laughs> the inspector detective. Hello. <laughs> inspector detective. So the, the inspector... Fuck it. The inspector is going through everything that he was told. He was like, look, the paint on your house is illegal in the States. They're looking for the car. They'll run the VIN number. We don't really have them on anything. And the lawyer's like, you have them on this and this and this, obstruction of justice and you know endangerment. Yeah. And he's like, attempted murder. And what if the guy sits down? But you hired them. So <laughs> they're yeah, like, that doesn't I mean, matter. They yeah. tried killing me. Yeah. Which makes sense. So they have no leads whatsoever to go on. (laughs) No, they do not. And he's just more pissed after that at that point. Yeah. But as you said, he goes back to his house. He is in his house at this point because the next scene he's with Elsa that made him some dinner. Mm -hmm. So they're in the kitchen. But through this, he doesn't really know what's real, what's fabricated for him. Mm -hmm. And he starts kind of reflecting and on his father, on how he is Mm -hmm. and how he might be like his father and starts asking her questions like, you know, hey, how was my dad? And this is where she lets him know that his father was very like a slight person. You would never even know he's there. Mm -hmm. Like he's just like he could be part of the wallpaper if need be. He was never a standout Mm -hmm. type of person. But that he loved him and his brother and his mother very much. He just was never really there. So never – Nobody ever really knew him. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Who called him? Was it his? It was his assistant that called him. Uh, next. On his, it's his uh, ex-wife. No, somebody calls him that night or the next morning. And is like the or no that night and is like mm-hmm. this is oh. your vin like it's traced to this address. Yeah. From oh. The taxi. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I got it. <laughs> Because he still has a lot of questions about the hotel room, thinking yeah, that incident. him and Christine got up to something. And <laughs> <laughs> so he essentially goes to contact her mm-hmm. and goes to her house. And then they have kind of an awkward conversation. Uh-huh. And he discovers that her entire apartment is fake. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was weird. That's when that started. You're like, what the like fuck fake is- books, like. Items with the fuck you, my lamp's brand new. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't get it from that because it's like the way Christine is like, uh, maybe she's just forgetful. But when he started, like, the water wasn't running, Mm. there's nothing in the fridge. And when he pulled that book back, and it's just like half a book, and I was like, oh my god, it's fake. Get out of there, Uh Michael Douglas. (laughs) 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 They're going to get you. (laughs) Just channeling your inner Louis Armstrong. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> but then she's like the trumpet player, not the comedian. I'm Louis Anderson. Comedian? Are you talking Louis about Anderson? Louis Anderson. Stop it! Damn it. <laughs> 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 like, what Louis comedian's name Louis Armstrong? <laughs> Oh, oh shit! I fucked the game up. <laughs> it's fine. Okay, but after a- <laughs> so sorry. Remember it's that commercial? Remember that cartoon, Life with Louie? Was it Life with Louie? Or- it was yeah. Life with Louie. I always thought that was a weird premise to make a cartoon out of. Yeah, mm-hmm. I never watched it. It was just about like-, like a grown kid. Yeah, it was like <laughs> a grown man describing like his childhood. Yeah. Anyways. That was weird. <laughs> that was a weird one. Yeah. But, um, uh, so after all of the fake stuff is discovered, Christine's yeah. just like, they're watching us. Yes. And it's like, oh, so she's been like pulled into the game. Yeah. Like they got some shit on her. She has to do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you start feeling sorry for her a little yeah. bit and you're like, oh my God. Or it's like, this is more serious. This is way more serious than we thought it was going to mm-hmm. be. Like, that's intense. Yeah, but then it's like, she knows that he knows, and then he knows that she knows, and then the game knows that. And then Michael Douglas doesn't give a fuck. He's like, come out of there. He's yelling. Yeah, I got you. He's yelling at the uh, One camera smoke detector. Yeah. And he's like, get out of there. But as soon as he breaks it, these guys pull up in this van, get out, and they all have like fucking silenced up. Like submachine guns, yes. mm-hmm. and they fucking light that house up. I that's where I was like, this is just another weird element to this movie. Okay, this is beyond a game. Okay, <laughs> and, <laughs> and if you look at the van, so this van is parked out on the street, mm-hmm. surveilling them. <laughs> it's like a nod of approval. Oh, you caught that too. Good man. <laughs> I can't but, remember what it said though. No, it's cable repair service. Yeah, CRS again, and. Three or four guys get out, all dressed in black, submachine guns. But then you see one guy just go to the back of the van and open it up. And he has, like, the fixer cleaning cart that yes. he's, like, pushing up to the apartment. Like, I know they're going to fuck some stuff up, but I got to start <laughs> cleaning clean it. This up again. Yeah. But they instantly pepper this apartment with bullets. So she's like, get away from the window. They tear everything up. And the way that they shoot is, like, really cool. Mm-hmm. And they both run out. Christine and uh, Nicholas run out. And she's like, are you blind? It's a fucking con. Like, they're just after your money, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now that they have it, they're done with you. So, yeah. so they make an escape. There's a little bit of a, a car chase. And I did like at the end of the car chase how they show the van at the top that can't go down the road. And it just, like, backs away. And it's like, I'll get you later. <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky I can't fit my Big ass utility vehicle down this <laughs> narrow ass San Francisco alleyway. You some bitch, Michael Douglas, mm-hmm. fucking fucker. <laughs> but Michael Douglas, like a true rich man who's afraid to lose all of his money, checks his bank accounts and they're like, Yeah, you ain't got all yeah, money. Yeah, he calls his Swiss <laughs> bank account. Yep. Which he just all wimbly nimbly gives. All his her private information. Private information from mm-hmm. her. Like, it would be like, okay, Christine's, like, on my side at this point. Like, if I was in Michael Douglas's situation. But I also would be like, cover your ears. You could have been like, earmuffs. <laughs> earmuffs, <laughs> like, I'm going to tell this number. And everything's gone. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the way because the way she did it was very slick. Telling him that all his money's gone, he calls in 
yes, like you said, gives all of his like security passwords, and you see her like look over, like got you, bitch. I know and you're like, what the fuck? Christine? Yeah, why are you doing, man? Damn it, Christine. Are you good or bad? No, no. So they're on the run. Mm-hmm. They go to a cabin because where else would you ever go? You just go out to the woods to your cabin. I don't and know. Hide I don't, out there I for don't a little have bit. a cabin, so if I have to run away from my home, I don't know where to go. <laughs> You'd probably come here. Probably a different cabin. Probably a different just, cabin? Just, <laughs> just knock on somebody's cabin. Can I hide out here? I need to hide out here. I feel like, why? Man, it's part of the game. On the run. <laughs> <laughs> it's part of the game. Don't worry about it. You playing the game? <laughs> Here is where Christine sits down with him and is like, look, they've done this to everybody all over the world. And he's like, it's bigger than just me. If you got me, you got pension plans, you got payrolls, you got $600 million. And he gets a call from his lawyer. He's like, look, I checked the accounts. Everything's fine. Mm -hmm. Everything's there. Mm -hmm. She's like, who is it? He's in on it. My attorney. Okay, hold on. Watch your profanity. (laughs) (laughs) Watch your profanity. So he gets a call from his lawyer, and he says that all your accounts are intact. There's nothing wrong. Tell me where you are. And she's like, he's in on it. Mm. Michael Douglas throws his phone like, ah! (laughs) (laughs) He's the game. Um, So he's racking his brain on how did they get to him? Like, Mm. he's my one trusted friend. And he starts feeling woozy and he looks over at the tea that Christine gave mm. him and he's like, fuck, he like tries to stumble towards her and she spills the beans completely. Like, look, uh, we almost had you, but then you gave up all your passwords. So thank you. So now we're done with you and we're going to discard you right now. Yeah. So, and it's weird because it, it looked as if he was stunned, like, like paralyzed, but he was still kind of moving around. That is like a... Not a night terror, but like in the morning when you wake up, mm-hmm. when you have like sleep paralysis. Yeah, sleep paralysis sucks. I've only I've only experienced that a couple times where you are cognizant of everything mm-hmm. going on, but you can't move. That I've is had, a horrific. Yeah, feeling. I've had it where I've like been like my eyes are still closed, but I'm I know I'm awake, but I can't move the rest of my body. Yeah, and I have to like go in my head. I'm like one two three, one two three. Yeah, <laughs> and I like don't move. It's very weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At that, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. No, just like at that point when you're like, Christine, you bitch. You bitch. <laughs> I was like, we loved you, Christine. <laughs> I like that she just like saunters away too. I was like, like well, thank you. Up. See you later. And then he wakes up in a rickety ass box somewhere in Mexico no. in a mo- like a little dirt ditch mausoleum whatever where there are tire fires all over the place yeah Mm -hmm. stuff's just randomly burning (laughs) yeah all i can think about with super troopers through this is like you boys like mexico (laughs) 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 but it's like he was turned upside down like he was buried yeah Mm mm-hmm he just they starts obviously walking. Obviously, dress him in a new suit. Thank you for consideration. I mean, I mean, at this point, he's like, I have very much officially been duped. The yeah. game, yeah. the game was a front. Everyone lied to me. No one loves me. 
I'm still Michael Douglas, but apparently that means nothing to anyone. <laughs> uh, so I'm just going to try and walk back to San Francisco. Yeah. See, that is what they need to do to actors in movies. <laughs> Maroon them in Mexico <laughs> <laughs> with no shoes. That sounds so terrible. But I think he had shoes. He had shoes. Well, yeah. they should have taken his shoes. They should have. <laughs> Why would, would you real take fucked. his shoes? Why not? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But he makes his way to this little city, and he doesn't speak Spanish, but he asks somebody where the American embassy is or something. And he starts talking to this guy about, like, I was mugged. Did he look familiar? Are you looking at me specifically? No. That's that's our Yanni Janssen again. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Okay. Remind me. Sylvia Brown psychic woman yes was on that show in like the late 80s 90s, 90s or whatever it was a 90s show and there was an episode about a haunted toys r us <laughs> mm-hmm. and it was it it was haunted by the spirit of this like farm hand called johnny johnston or yanni johnson because she doesn't know how to fucking pronounce his name yanni johnson and it's like this simple-minded man who accidentally hits himself in the leg with an axe and then dies, dies. from it and he's haunted. Ridiculous them. fucking story. But that's the guy who plays <laughs> Oh! <laughs> the like the flashback. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Wow, I really had the... Okay. Yeah. I have not we'll seen you. that. We'll I've heard you, you talk about mm-hmm. it. Okay. Yanni Janssen was a simple mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, goddamn, you're fucking mean. Fucking Leonard Nimoy went in on him. <laughs> <laughs> he can barely spell his name. <laughs> you're like, fucking oh, hey, dude. Oh, God. <laughs> Did not know that, but now no. I do. Now I have to watch that. I have to watch that scene over again. It's so ridiculous. so. Yanni Janssen, the simple-minded farmer, is <laughs> interrogating Michael Douglas <laughs> in Mexico, yeah. and Michael Douglas is like, "Look, uh, I was mugged." He's like, "Oh yeah, you were. What about that watch you got there?" He's like, "You you got mugged, and they didn't take that like watch that is very expensive from yeah. you." Yeah, and he looks at the watch, takes it off. If you look at the inscription, it's like, on your 18th birthday, this is your father's watch from your mom. Happy what? birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Remember your father that killed himself like 10 years ago? This, was this is his watch. Happy 18th birthday. Mm, we had to exhume him. Awkward. <laughs> yeah. So I think he, that was kind of like a hint mm-hmm. of like, I mean, do you think that guy was working part of the game? Was he in the game? I mean, or? he probably was. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I would say no Ah. later on. But he gets rid of the watch. He gets himself a ticket because he doesn't have a passport. He gets himself a taco, too. And I was like, oh, yeah. Fucking street taco. Dude, that shit probably tasted really good. It looked like lingua. I know. Mm. Mm. You want to get Pablo Nitas after this? (laughs) 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 Uh, But he makes his way north enough and then he kind of hitchhikes on his way back to san francisco Mm. and a real humbling moment is when he has maybe like a couple coins or something in his pocket 17 dollars, and he's like i need somebody to drive me to san francisco he's totally grungy um walks into this diner and is like can i have your attention and says i need a ride to san francisco i have this much money is anybody going to san francisco mm-hmm. and coming from the point of i am going to tell everybody off like you should have given me this refill of a drink to can somebody please give me a ride i don't have a lot of money it's a very humbling 
experienced. Oh, yeah. And he does get a ride to San Francisco in in a Baskin Robbins truck. (laughs) Baskin Robbins always knows. (laughs) (laughs) And he walks all the way back to his house that has a... Foreclosed? The gates are locked. Yeah. It's foreclosed on. You know? Yeah, we we don't really know how long it's been. I'm pretty sure it's been, not like, not a whole week. I would, I would say, say a couple, couple days. Yeah, a couple yeah. days. But it's like, damn, they work fast on rich people's houses. Yeah. yeah well, got the <laughs> money. <laughs> They're like, we got to clean this shit up. Yeah. Um, so he walks back to his house. Everything's kind of turned off. He gets cleaned up. He runs up, grabs a uh, copy of To Kill a Mockingbird, which has a gun in it. It's on a very high shelf Mm -hmm. and starts kind of piecing together things. Mm -hmm. Okay. So he first goes to see his brother that was staying in this hotel and the, the concierge tells him like there was an incident. Your brother was taken away. He had like a psychotic break Mm -hmm. and he's like, shit, like poor Conrad. He (laughs) then goes to visit his ex-wife, Elizabeth, who th- at the beginning of the movie she tried calling him on his birthday he was very cold to her but you can get the sense that she's always been warm warm towards him yeah. like really loved him they just didn't work out mm-hmm. okay so he has a a meal with her and he kind of freaks out at the the waitress that brings him a bottle of water that's <laughs> open he's like I don't want an open bottle of water I don't want ice seriously though who the fuck brings you an open bottle of water I'd send that shit back well sometimes they have to do that because then you can't take it out of the restaurant. Why? I don't know. Huh. I don't know. We had to do that with like what? Did like, you take the cap though? Like with wine bottles? Oh, well. like we had to uncork them. Like if someone ordered a wine. Like, oh, got that's it. That's yeah, normal. Yeah. Okay. But like people would try to order like full bottles of wine, and you're like, no, nah, you can't that. do that. <laughs> you can't do that. Hmm. So, so, Elizabeth loans him her car. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's like, anything you need, Nikki, and he essentially has this uh, moment where he says, I know I am not the nicest person. I wasn't easy to be married to. I'm sorry what I did to you. And you can see on her face that she's like, this is something that I've never heard of coming out of this guy. Like mm-hmm. I never got this during our marriage. Like, mm-hmm. okay, apologized. thank you very much. He apologized for being the way that he was. Or was she ever expecting it? Yeah, really? I, probably never. Yeah. Be like, I know what he about. Yeah, he never seen like the person that said I'm sorry or apologize. <laughs> I know what he's about. Jeez. But then up in the corner of the restaurant, you see a commercial. Yep. And then you see the guy that onboarded Jim. him for <laughs> His name's Jim. I know. <laughs> but you see the guy who onboarded him at CRS. Mm. And he's like, How'd you find me here? And he's like, He's a fucking actor. Yeah. Mm. That would be I'd be pretty pissed about that. I would go on a fucking rampage. Yeah, he does some like super sleuthing to figure out where that guy is. Oh, 100%. He's just like, oh, it was this Chinese restaurant in like the downtown, uh, in like the San Francisco downtown well, area. He re- well, he remembered what the guy said too. Because mm-hmm. yeah. at the beginning, and I think that is also like those are the keys that CRS was giving him mm-hmm. where when he was on board, he's like, you sure you don't want any? It's new moon Chinese. It's the best in Chinatown. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. He re- it was, it was yeah. all part of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was awesome. And he was like, he goes and tracks down that restaurant. Oh my God. It's such and, a funny scene. And my favorite part is like, Hey, where are you taking my picture? <laughs> <laughs> the Chinese lady is just he, like, give you see who he's next to? No. Fucking Kenny Rogers. He's I'm next dead. to Kenny Rogers. And then he's next to 
shit. Who's the guy who played in uh, the Santa Claus? The drunk guy. Tom Allen. Dudley Moore. Tim Allen. <laughs> Tim Allen, not Tom Allen. Wait, the the drunk guy? Oh, you're in talking the, about like the oh, 1970s. Not the Santa Claus. No. Oh, I hate that. I've never Dudley seen Moore's that Dudley Moore is next to him. I've never seen that one. What? Yeah, sorry, all you Dudley Moore fans out there. Um, I, like, hey! I mean, I just remember that he played this character in like a series of movies where he was always drunk. Yeah. He's like a four foot guy that's like always drunk and he was like super rich and. And English. Oh, Arthur? Yeah, yes. Arthur, yeah, yeah, Arthur. So, yeah. yeah. And he was also Spin from National Geographic's Really Wild Animals. Water. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> but so he sleuths his way out of this fucking Chinese restaurant. The lady yells at him, which yeah. I thought was You're pretty like, fucking funny. Hey, take and picture. he finds him at the zoo with his kids, and he's just like, "You're gonna fucking take me to CRS, and we're yeah. gonna figure some shit out." Yeah. And this guy, I mean, every time I've seen this guy in movies, he always plays an asshole. This is like the one role that I've seen where, I mean, he's kind of pompous, you know? Well, I mean, but, he's an actor, but he's like, shit, this but yeah, is he's, serious. He's essentially just playing like an innocent guy. Like, it's just a job. Like, I didn't know what they were doing to you. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, it was just a gig or whatever. So he takes him to CRS and they break in. And I love what he's in the back of the car. He's like, I'm going to pull back the curtain. I want to see the wizard. Yeah. I'm like, you've lost <laughs> your shit. Definitely, but he's also like laying down in his back seat. And he's got like, the gun like right by his like, face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to see who the big guy is. You're like, the <laughs> fuck, man? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> but man, when, uh, when they... What whistle? There's no fucking whistle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to blow the whistle out of this whole thing. What are you talking about? <laughs> They are the whistle. <laughs> oh, my God. So the thing is, CRS owns the whole building. Yeah. And they just move from floor to floor. So they could be one floor above you, and you're just like, where the fuck did they go? Well, you, you never know. So, CRS is like, gee. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. So they go up to the new floor, and he's like, take me through like where you pick up your checks. Just take me to somebody. And they open up this door and it's into like the lunchroom of CRS. Yes. Every person that he has come in contact with yep. is here. It's so crazy. It's like they're in the same outfits, except for a couple people. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they're all chatting like, hey, just, you know, another day on the job. Or like yep. putting things together. Like, yeah. Like even when they like, opened that door, my mind was like exploding. You yeah. see the two you see the two guys from the men's club mm-hmm. sitting there. The, the private investigator that he took the gun from Which was is hilarious. like, shit, he yeah, he runs out. Runs yeah. out. <laughs> he was the smartest one. He's like, he's, like, he's still got my gun. <laughs> like, with this. Yeah, like the construction workers, the lawyers, the guy who had the heart attack mm-hmm. is there, the, the ambulance driver or the, the ambulance tech. And then he's like, shh, this is going to be a surprise. Like walks up and Christine is sitting there talking to the cab driver. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. who, if you look back at the, remember back at the very beginning when he goes into the airport to go see Bear the first time, Chibs, the cab driver, is, is he the homeless guy? Yes. Oh wow. He's he's leaning there. I didn't there. even notice that. Yeah, he's leaning on the rail when he first gets to the airport. So he's the first person that interacts with him, really. Besides That's so Christine, cool. That's so in cool. the game after he signed the contract. Mm. So she's sitting there with him at the table, 
and she just stands up. She's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, she's <laughs> Actually, like, everyone in the lunchroom is like, oh, shit, this guy is not supposed to be here right yeah. now. Yeah. Because we just took him for everything he has, and he knows who we are, and he's got a gun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So oh, he, he walks her out, and the security guys, security guards bust in with those automatic guns. Start mm-hmm. shooting. And just start shooting them. They kill uh, Lionel Fisher. Jim. <laughs> <laughs> they kill the guy that he met at the at the zoo. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they and then he locks the doors and runs up the stairwell to the roof. And yeah. he's like, "You better fucking get somebody on this phone right now. Tell him to call it off because I'm going to start shooting somebody." She's like, "You ain't going to shoot shit." What? She's like. Uh, where'd you get that gun? Yeah, he's <laughs> waving his gun about, and she's like, wait a second. That's not an automatic gun. The guard had an automatic gun. He's like, this is my gun. She's like, we searched the house. Well, I guess he missed this one. So she starts freaking out, because this is a real gun mm-hmm. now. Yeah. And you can hear that people are starting to like bust, trying to get through the door. Okay, she's like, "Look, it's just all part of your game. Calm down, relax. Yeah. Uh, your brother's back there. Like, blah blah blah." Yeah, she's like, "Your brother's back there, waiting with a bottle of champagne. It's fake. Like, don't you fucking lie to me. <laughs> I'm gonna kill somebody. I'm not gonna talk about damn it. <laughs> just put your neighbor to the goblin and fire him." <laughs> and so they start sawing the locks yeah, on the door, and he like trains the gun on the door to open. He's like, "I'm gonna blast the first person that comes through there." And she's like, get the fuck back. And the doors open and he fires and shoots his brother. Yep. Yeah. Who's like dressed up in a nice tux and bottle of champagne fucking like shot him right through the bottle of champagne. Yeah. And he drops to the ground fucking dead. Yep. I was like, what the fuck am I watching? Yeah. I had no clue what I was like. Okay. (laughs) That fucking sucks. And you can see all there too. Yeah. Yeah, covered he, in like fake blood. He's like, like you shot him. They're like they're <laughs> clapping like you did it. You did it. And then bam. He's like, "Ooh." So you can see all the character actors had like champagne glasses yes. ready to cheer him mm-hmm. and he just killed his brother and he drops a gun. He's instantly remorseful and you can hear Jim talking about like we're all going to fucking jail. He's At like, least- "You never let the mark take control." Yeah. Like mm-hmm. they've done this so many times, you know you're not supposed to do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Douglas, Nicholas Van Orton stumbles over to the edge of the building and looks down and throws himself off. Yeah, he just does it. Yeah, and Christine like, like lunges after him like, oh my God. So this pushed him over the edge to he is now going to kill himself like his father before him. Mm-hmm. And you can see him just as he's falling, He's his life is flashing before his it's like eyes. Some, it's like some fucking madman shit. Yeah, like the opening the map. Oh, it's a good show. And he crashes through the glass atrium, and you see him just falling slowly, slowly. But as he crashes through, you see the other people like in his life have been sitting at these tables, and they are looking up when they hear this noise. Mm -hmm. And you see him hit this giant airbag with an X on it. I was like, what the fuck is happening? Uh Uh-huh. That was the mind explosion part. (laughs) Yeah. Like, oh, I was the game all along. (laughs) I mean, I guess. So it, Jesus, how did they fucking plan that shit? I don't know. A lot of money. Rich people. Rich people shit. 
the game has come to an end. The EMTs come around and are cleaning them off because it's breakaway glass. Could you imagine what your brain would have been going through at the time of like, okay, I am going to end my life. All that dopamine flooding into your brain. And then now you have to be brought back to reality and helped up. And your brother runs in with a bloody mark on his chest. And Conrad holds up this shirt that says, I was drugged and left for dead in Mexico. And all I got was this stupid shirt. Yeah. And it was like the most like generic white with uh, black lettered shirt yeah. you could ever it's have. Like, hey, bro. Happy birthday. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and he introduces them to everybody and they clap. And it's like, this was your, this was the game was to like push you into getting like a sense of humanity yeah. like get in touch with your feelings humanize a little bit it's a really fucked up way to do and that. then it starts yeah. they go right into like the scat music like rich people shit yeah, yeah. <laughs> like when this happened and like at the very like the end of the movie like i mean he's mingling with people and talking about and they're dancing and having a good time honestly the most unbelievable part of this movie is his interactions with people after all that shit went down mm. i'm like he's just immediately fine like are you fucking That's what kidding I'm thinking. me i was like do you have that much money that you're just like oh i could see someone like getting me a gift like this or just like it's like that's insane like he's so disconnected still like for me that's where i just got angry of like you expect me to go through all these emotions and have all these experiences and to come back to my 48th birthday party and just be like normal Mm -hmm. fuck you it's like i literally (laughs) thought i was like going to kill myself a hundred percent a hundred percent and then you have your brother over there, like, still doing, like, obviously he's the crazy one who likes drugs and drinking. And it's just, like, normal. Like, ah, this was fun, right? And you're like, what the fuck did you... And then Michael Douglas was like, yes, it was. And, like, that was... <laughs> yeah, he's like, it was a great experience. Like, <laughs> it's like what the fuck? I can see, I can see how you... And I am on the opposite end of, mm-hmm. like, the feeling that... I would be upset a little bit, but, you know, when he was being helped off of that... uh that airbag he was still get like confused like what is going on and then he's a smart enough man he's intelligent enough to realize that this wasn't just to like do shit to me for no reason it was to like i said to give me those personal moments to like bring something out of me that i had like locked down like for years Mm -hmm. and one thing that i saw was when he was in Mexico and whether or not that embassy worker was or was not part of the game, he said, look at that watch. This is what you need to get back. You never see him get that watch back. So, and that was his father's watch. So him selling that and getting rid of it was almost like, okay, I do not need, I am not my father. I don't need to live up to that expectation anymore. Mm. I am getting rid of the past and everything from now on is new and he actually will would have like a new outlook on life at that time yep so it's like i'm leaving that garbage behind me it's it's all brand new mm. fuck you my life's brand new he splits he sees the bill i wonder Conrad. how much that bill was i know oh, i've God. always wondered that you never you never know like what is in the case in uh, pulp fiction what does beetlejuice's face look like when he's like hey what about this and you see a bunch always of shit always want to see that yeah. always want it's to like see you that. never see how many zeros are on that bill but the man who t- accepts the bill from him 
is the guy that was sitting across from him in the airport that told him that his pen was leaking. So he's kind of like the head of CRS, I would assume, mm. and walks out. And then, of course, he's like, where's uh, where's Christine? Where's, where's that woman? Can I get your number? Can I get your number? Keep it in. Let me slide My little croissant. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, okay, I will try to draw this out as you're looking for a movie. But to I'm talk not about, looking for a movie. Are you sure about that? I'm looking mm-hmm. for how much it was to hire CRS. <laughs> <laughs> but he finds Christine. Conrad tells uh, Nicholas that she's outside. She's going to catch a plane. He catches up with her. And I guess there's another gig that's going to happen in Australia in a couple weeks. So she has to fly there. She's like, I ah, just have a walk on part. No big deal. Mm-hmm. And he wants to like, you know, get to know her a little better, ask her to dinner. And they, you don't know if they end up having coffee at the airport before her flight, because he's sitting there, he's given a choice, have coffee with me or, you know, go back to the party. He looks at the party. He looks the other way, like towards coffee. And then it just fades out and you never know what he does, Mm. which you kind of assume that he went and had coffee. Cause yeah, it's just like an inception. Yeah. He's like, Oh my God, I still have all my millions of dollars. Yeah, I'll go have coffee with you. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's like my friends are partying. I'm not a poor bastard. Oh, sweet. <laughs> yeah, so what I took from this movie is that rich people are fucked up. Oh, God. And there's oh, nothing redeeming about them. If they do if they do <laughs> that, that's the thing. redeeming about them. If, <sighs> if that's what it takes for a person to get in touch with their feelings and emotions and, like, repressed memories and thoughts, Ugh. yeah, that's a little much. Or you could just go to therapy for a while. Yeah, but, just let that sink in. Yeah, but anyways, mm. I I thought this was a fantastic movie, and like I said, like a sleeper '90s. Not a lot of people have heard about it, but it's like it's a good watch. Mm. It, I it, did it, like this movie. Yeah, it's about two hours, but fantastic. Yeah, it was good. I was angry at the end. <laughs> I was like, no justice. But then I was like, for who? Like there yeah. wasn't really. Who are like, you mad at? Yeah, I think I was just mad that it was just brushed off. Like if I put myself in the way of like you guys get me a birthday present and it's all this shit, mm-hmm. I'd be fucking pissed. But if you think about it, you're not hurt. Your lifestyle really isn't changing. It's just your mindset. Oh, I'm still poor. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't you give me a game where I, I like, end it with a million dollars? I like wake up and I'm like, Oh, my $600 million rich. <laughs> no, bitch. No, you still got to pay for your shit. <laughs> You'll be late for work. Get up. Oh, you bastards. <laughs> uh. <laughs> just, throw, just fall through like the out the first story window. window. <laughs> Did she think Ow, she was in the game? Yeah, she's kind of psychotic. She thought we got her this game and she just ran through the window. Well, there's that part that Jim was like, well, if you didn't jump off, I was going to have to tackle you off. So yeah. I'm glad you decided to jump. And it's uh, like, oh, thanks. I yeah, guess. Thanks a lot. One little quick detail that I saw was on the invite for the party. Mm-hmm. It's like, you are cordially invited to blah, 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 blah. And it says, we'll be starting around 8.17 to 8.38 p.m. So it's like they had it planned down to between this time, this is when he's going to fall through the yes. skylight. I was like, that's pretty cool. That's wild. Um. Yeah, so that was my pick, the game. I do like this movie, mm-hmm. uh, and I would definitely watch it again. So very mm-hmm. enjoyable. 
So if you like what we're doing here, and if you don't like what we're doing here, we still want to hear from you so we know how to make it better. You can find us on any platform that you get your podcast from, and you can see us on Instagram and TikTok at MixedMovieReviews.com. And like always, every single episode, not contractually obligated, but we are offering up a warm thank you to Damien Carter for letting us use his song, Just Hanging Out. Thank you, Damien Carter. And whose movie is it now? It's mine. Are you looking for one? No, I have my movie. I'm still looking to see I how just, much it would cost to hire CRS. People are saying $2 million a night around this time. Around. 1997, $2 million? Yeah. Bullshit. Okay. For like two weeks, you're hiring a little city to come up with a different reality for you? I guess. I don't know. That's cheap. Jeez. I don't know. I don't How much does it cost to go to the fucking moon right now? Only or to like, like go up and. Oh. To go up in like Jeff Bezos's spaceship, isn't like quarter million dollars, two million dollars? What is it? I don't it's, know. It's actually not that expensive. Yeah, it's like a quarter million dollars or something like that. Oh, mm-hmm. weird to just go to space. Yeah, just like go up, go back down. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, fucking sure. Oh, would you do that? If I had the money, I would definitely do that. I'd be pretty crazy. I'd be scared. I'd explode. I would. I would. I would be scared. But also, it's something that how many people that have ever existed on this planet or will ever exist will get to do. And you will have the means to do it. I would that definitely we know do that. of. Okay. <laughs> That's the true game. I feel like any... <laughs> <laughs> so, for my don't, movie don't. that I picked, I feel like anything I say will give it away. And I'm okay with that. Well, think of a... Think of a Stop. better... Stop! ...question or a guess or a hint. I just... I can't think of anything well just tell me what your movie is and i'll come up with the things (laughs) no (laughs) (laughs) um just just think on it a little bit this is the last move this is the last movie of the season this is the season finale season finale don't tell me to stop whenever i do that why law and order i don't know it's the first thing that comes to my dick wolf (laughs) (laughs) i feel like i can't think of like any other hens Okay. Okay. Give us your best one. Okay. Roller skates. Hold on. That's pretty good. Yeah. They're I know what it is. You do? Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Do you want me to do all of? Yes. Okay. I, anything no, okay, I say. Yeah. I can't think of anything obscure because I feel like if I think too obscure, it's not going to make sense. No, it's but tough. I mean, if he already knows it. You guys have a closer movie relationship, so like, sure. I mean, maybe, but go ahead. I'm just gonna like you knew Johnny Tsunami right off the bat, and I was like, I have no fucking clue. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. There's like movies that I've seen. You were stuck in the house with him longer. Yeah, like you were around his movies. You were old enough to like leave and be like, I'm not watching this shit. Yeah, I need to watch this baby shit. (laughs) Fuck you, baby poop. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, roller Um, skates. The pool. Boogie Nights. <laughs> I've never seen that, but that's fine. Ew. Oh, that kind of makes sense, though. <laughs> <laughs> you did, Thank, you did no, God. Good. Cereal. Roller skates, the pool cereal. Do you have, like, phrases you could give me? No, I don't have phrases. Besides if, words? If I have phrases. If there were any phrases, it would immediately it would give immediately it away. immediately give this okay, away. Okay, we'll do this for my benefit because he already knows. So just give me a phrase. I, I have roller skates, the pool, and cereal. Yeah, why'd you say the pool? Why not just a pool? 
because it's the pool. Okay. Just he knows things. Not give it away. I'm trying to think. The he knows things is a line from that movie. They say it a couple times. Uh, isn't there a song in it? Isn't, there's lots of. Songs isn't it in like that. row, row, row your boat? The yes. fuck. Yeah. Row, 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 row your boat. <laughs> down the stream. Jesus, I've heard you guys talk about this before. I and feel the, like, like you know what this is. And that he knows. Yeah, I'm going to kick myself for this. You're, you 100% know what this is. <sighs> Give me another one. I feel like. I got it. Give me another is, one. Oh, Hit me um, again. Even if it's not a phrase, it's just like, come on. Oh. You're both giving me <laughs> phrases. Help me out. What is that? Um. I got this mix CD. It's a little bit of Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, Mama Cass. All people who asphyxiated on their vomit. You can't get this shit in stores, man. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I've heard. I feel like something just needs to take you over just like one thing. Because I feel like I watched this because of you. Is Adam Sandler in this movie? No. Fuck. (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) Not at all. You watched it because of me? Yeah. I didn't get this from Taylor. And I've seen this movie before. Oh, uh, 100%. Uh, 100%. Like, everything you're saying, and I know, I'm sorry guys and gals out there, everybody out there, but like, this is taking so long. I've heard all those phrases before, but I can't put them together in a movie or whatever. Boot up or shut up? Oh, fuck. Just tell me. That wasn't directly at you. That was the quote. Oh, I know. <laughs> it seemed like, wow, aggressive. Well, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, if I win... You have to wear a dress on our date. And if I win... Oh, fucking hackers! (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Shit. All I could think of was like, Crash and Bird, man. Yeah, Crash and Bird. What a... Okay, yeah. Great. Their only crime was curiosity. Shut up. (laughs) That's like from the movie poster. Oh, my God. God. Mess with the... What is it? Mess Mess with with the the best. best. Die like the rest. Okay, now that I know hacker, I know... Like every single one of those phrases, I can picture it. Yep, it's, it's like yep, movies in my mind. <laughs> just like yep, I know the it's whole like, movie. I see the movie. It's just like <laughs> <laughs> flying around. It. So fun fact for you listeners out there: the this internet. movie invented the internet, <laughs> and we will be talking about it in two weeks. Yes, for our season finale. For season finale, I'm honestly surprised this movie did not come up sooner because you fucking love this. movie. I love this movie. Yeah, but I got this movie from you. Because of the music? I think it was the music I was really into, and then just, I mean, the outfits. Like I'm just like, yeah, I just want to dress like this. Yeah, no one dressed like this. No one dressed like this, ever. I've never seen anyone dress like this. You should have just said, like, hack the planet. Well, that would have given it away. What were the twins' names? Razor and Blade. That's it. They were really cool. (laughs) Yeah, no one dresses like that. Uh, Were they, though? I thought they were cool. (laughs) Hmm. Was anyone cool in this movie? I could have said Joey. <laughs> Joey! Because <laughs> can't fucking think pretty of Pretty much name. everyone was cool in this movie. Mm-hmm. Well, before we talk about it too much, yeah. we should give our listeners a break. Because I believe now this is the longest recorded episode. <laughs> I think we've ever had. <laughs> but it's fine. Blam, 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 blam. Sweet. Well, thank you for listening. And, uh,. We'll see you next time. Bye. And don't forget, I lost the game. You know, if you know. (laughs) 
What are you talking about? You don't remember that stupid ass game that you would play in like middle school and high school? You'd be like, oh, I lost the game. No. And as soon as you hear the game, it's like, oh, I lost the game. Like, it was just a stupid. They're not going to understand. Okay, bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Okay. Yeah, he's he's leaning there on the he's leaning there on the rail. <laughs> I mean, he's like leaning on the. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh shit! So he's leaning. So yes, he's leaning there on the rail when he farts. Get farts when he farts. <laughs> you farts! <laughs> you goddamn farts! But you like me lobster? <laughs> you like me lobster, didn't you? <laughs> the goddamn farts. That is literally the only thing I took from that movie. <laughs> the it's farts a- and the lobster. Yeah. <laughs> That's that a fucking weird fucking movie. Crazy. Oh, God. That's a weird one. Hook! <laughs> oh, mighty Hook! <laughs> um. Fuck California.